0: This episode of the Children's Literature Podcast is brought to you by having popcorn on movie night. Popcorn on movie night. And every other night, because once it's in the couch cushions, you'll keep finding it forever. Welcome to the Children's Literature Podcast. I'm your host, T.Q. Townsend. These are my predictions for film adaptations of children's books being released this year. There are only four big-screen movies coming out this year that are based on books for children. Well, two are based on books for children, and one is based on a character from books for children, and one is based on something that only the cleverest and nerdiest of teenagers would read. I want to look ahead at these films and share a few thoughts and predictions. After the films have come out, we'll come back and see if I was right or wrong. The first adaptation of a children's story this year will be Harold and the Purple Crayon, which comes out in August. I want to be open-minded about this one, which is based on the beloved 1955 picture book by Crockett Johnson. Harold and the Purple Crayon is an imaginative, visual book in which a little boy literally creates his own world. Harold draws his own adventures, then tucks himself into bed when it's all done. This story was adapted into a cartoon just four years after it was published. It was a pretty straightforward animation of the original story, and it's very good. Twenty years ago, the character of Harold was adapted into a TV series that, unfortunately, didn't make much of an impression and only lasted one season. The reason the TV series failed is the same reason that I'm not sure a feature-length film will be any good, This is a simple, tightly focused story, and I don't see how stretching it beyond its original purpose can turn out well. The cast of the film version of Harold and the Purple Crayon is heavy on adults and light on children. In contrast, the book has one child and no grown-ups. It's not that grown-ups can't make great TV or movies for kids. The Muppet Show and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood were shows written and performed almost entirely by adults, and they were amazing. But when grown-ups, especially Hollywood-type grown-ups, sink their claws into a story that is for children and about children, for some reason they just can't resist cramming in a bunch of adult characters and adult nonsense. This results in a show that kids just can't relate to. When How the Grinch Stole Christmas got its first big-screen adaptation, we were all treated to a really awkward love story between Jim Carrey in a terrifying costume and a lady from Whoville who is attracted to him for some reason. The feature-length adaptation of Where the Wild Things Are was also really dissatisfying. It was visually striking, but the story was stretched well beyond its original purpose to make it fit the required runtime. This resulted in a sad, boring, forgettable film. Illustrated books for kids work because they are very tightly focused. Cramming a love story into How the Grinch Stole Christmas or exploring the social dynamics of the wild things and where the wild things are is a bunch of grown-up nonsense. I hope I'm wrong, but I worry that Harold and the Purple Crayon will be similarly overstuffed. An adult could perhaps act as a narrator, or do some character voices if any of Harold's creations come to life. But I'm discouraged by the fact that none of the starring roles are played by children. I hope I'm wrong, but I suspect that this film will prioritize adult actors adult characters, and adult concerns, instead of centering the story around the people it was intended for—children. The remaining three films based on books for kids come out at the end of the year, which makes sense as the Christmas season is when family films are the most popular. Paddington in Peru adds a third film to the Paddington franchise. These movies have gone in their own direction from the original stories, but they're very good and are well-loved for a reason. Paddington, too, achieved something very unusual in that the sequel was even better than the first film. As long as the writers of Paddington in Peru stay focused on a good story with strong characters and wide appeal, this movie should be some nice, wholesome family fun. There are three titles in the Paddington series in which the bear goes back to Peru. These are An Unexpected Party, A Bear at Sea, and Anchors Away. It's possible that the plot of this new movie will draw on some elements of these stories, but I predict that if the plot of Paddington in Peru connects with the books, it will only be loosely. The Lord of the Rings, The War of the Rohirrim, may be a film for teenagers. And it may not. The writings of J.R.R. Tolkien have a wide range when it comes to the audience. The Hobbit can be read by older children, teens, and adults. The Lord of the Rings has introduced many teenagers to the fantasy genre and more grown-up literature. It's pretty rare, though, for teenagers to take interest in the Silmarillion or the lengthy appendices to The Lord of the Rings. This movie will tell the story of Helm Hammerhand, a legendary king of Rohan. The tale is briefly told in one of the appendices to The Lord of the Rings, so it is based on Tolkien's writing. I think it's a good decision to tell this story in animated form, as it gives it a chance to be its own thing rather than something that will be directly compared to the Peter Jackson films. I also really like the idea of framing the story as if Eowyn, the shield maiden from the Lord of the Rings, is telling the tale. This adds a nice historical layer, reinforcing the story as an important part of the history and lore of the Kingdom of Rohan. This is how many Old English and Middle English authors told stories, including Geoffrey Chaucer, and the unknown author of Beowulf. However, I do have to point out that I can't be sure yet if this is going to be appropriate for your teenager. This is a story about a war, so younger children are never going to be part of the intended audience. Parents should check it out first and find out how graphic the violence will be before taking any teenagers to the theater. Some kids will be fine with more explicit visuals, and it might be too much for others. I predict that The War of the Rohirrim will be very good and a much-needed palate cleanser after what's been done with Tolkien adaptations since the Peter Jackson films came out 20 years ago. I'm very much looking forward to seeing The Best Christmas Pageant Ever. I love this book, as you'll know if you listen to episode 106 back in December. This book isn't about the Christian religion exactly, but rather what happens when principles Christians are supposed to follow, like kindness, forgiveness, inclusion, and patience, are tested to the extreme by the world's worst behaved children. All readers, religious or not, will recognize the struggles and frustrations that come with having to deal with certain people in the community. I'm pretty optimistic about the best Christmas pageant ever, as it's being directed by a guy with a background in Christian film. That means he'll understand the particular quirks of Christian congregations and be able to bring them to life with accuracy and, I hope, all the humor that's in the book. I hope the script has kept the character of Beth Bradley as a narrator, because hearing the story from the perspective of a child is the main reason it's so funny. I hope they don't soften the characters of the Herdmans at all. They need to be awful. Really, truly awful. And like I said before, as long as an adaptation stays focused on the kids and doesn't cram in a bunch of adult nonsense, I think this will be a fun time at the movies. I hope a lot of families have a fun time seeing it and that a new generation of kids get introduced to this very funny, very enjoyable book. So those are my predictions. After these films come out, I want to come back and see if I was right or wrong. But what do you think? Do you have any different predictions? Let me know. You've been listening to the Children's Literature Podcast. Please subscribe and give the show a rating. Send comments to letters at Podcast.com. I'm your host, T.Q. Townsend. Thanks for listening.